Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book. I'm a registered dietitian. Now what? Where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is a very special one. It is with Stacey Mitchell. She's a registered dietitian who has a passion for clearing the clutter in the diet world by focusing on nourishing foods and helping others understand the science behind nutrition. She passionately shares her favorite foods and easy recipes to help her clients make peace with food in a fun and down-to-earth way. She has worked in retail, in gyms, excels at media, which I love about her, and currently has her own practice. Please enjoy my conversation with Stacy. Well, I am excited today because I get to speak with not only a fellow dietitian, I get to talk to Stacy Mitchell, who is also from the same little hometown in Iowa called Panama, Iowa. And we both, we're not the same age. She is much younger than me, but I'm excited to learn more about her path to dietetics since, you know, you know, a town of 200 people has we have quite a few dietitians that came from Panama. So you're just one of the illustrious ones. <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. My mom and I were just talking about that. She's like, it's so weird. Like, was there something in the water in Panama? <laughs> like, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Well, so yeah, it... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, well, maybe, you know, since we, I mean, we never hung out when we were, we were, I mean, we went to the same school. We kind of were in different classes. We weren't like best friends or anything like that, but we like each other. We know each other. Our parents know each other's, but I never knew that there was an interest in nutrition and dietetics. So maybe take me back to when you kind of thought that that was something on your horizon for your profession. Yeah. Um, I think it probably goes back to, uh, and and you can relate to this, is um, grade school. And probably uh, one of my favorite classes was science. Like when growing up, I wanted to be a science teacher. I wanted to be Mrs. Stein. You had Mrs. You Stein. Did. Yes. Right? yes. You loved Mrs. Stein. She was yes. this cute little, funk, you know, full of life uh, teacher and made science come to life. And I. I remember just like uh, getting into the the lessons, and also she had the best penmanship. I would always try to mm. mimic. <laughs> she did. That's so true. <laughs> Maybe these are only my grade school memories. But thanks for for playing along. <laughs> no, I do remember because she would always like write on your paper, and I I agree. I can see it. <laughs> oh, I don't think, first of all, I don't think people realize how small our little town is. Like, it's teeny tiny, and yes. um, everybody knows everybody. And I know um, after you were on my podcast, uh, my mom made a call to your mom, like, like, oh, did you listen? So we have lots of good little connections within there, too. So, yeah. Me too. I think uh, it started off with science, being into sports. And I always wanted to be a teacher. And then it came, oh, I think my sophomore year when you get that package in the mail from Iowa State and there were different options. And then I thought, oh, well, maybe there's something else besides being a teacher. And I saw dietetics because I had a couple 
uh, cousins in going into that field as well. Mm. And there were three things that I pointed, well, actually four things. Uh, it was teaching, um, dietetics, videographer, and graphic design. And I think that's funny because now I've kind of like molded all those together within what I'm doing now. So you totally have, like you were like, it's funny how it comes back full circle. Like you're adding in all the things you're interested in. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was my sophomore year. I picked dietetics. I was ready to go. And, um, then in, and that was high school. And so then when I went into college, I started off in dietetics and then my sophomore year summer, I was like, maybe I want to be a teacher too or something within that area. And I started getting my teaching degree um, and that only lasted one summer semester because it was just too much. So oh, made really? The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just weren't like, like in the, the classes or was it just, just it was not too, yeah. much, too much, too much. And I thought, is this really going to like work out in real life situation? Probably not. So it's either one or the other. So I picked dietetics and went that route um, all the way through with, with Iowa State. It's oh, yeah. funny you and it's funny like I I've heard other people like you like really enjoy teaching and they're like oh maybe I want to be a teacher and it's like really in dietetics you totally are a teacher the whole time <laughs> you are yeah you 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 bring that personalization to them and uh, bringing your information and what you've learned and making it work for others it's so yeah that's so true so so Iowa State so I'm, did you do your internship with Iowa State then. I did. You yes. did. Okay. Yeah. And where were you, were you located in the Des Moines area or Ames or? I was in Omaha Council Bluffs. So okay. I was able to stay with my sister in Council Bluffs and then go back home to Panama, back and forth in there. And yeah, and then up to Ames as, as needed. Yeah. And um, I should say during my, during my high school years, I was a cake decorator at Hy-Vee and, mm-hmm. um, I loved that job so much. And it all started off with, I made a cake for one of my friends. And then she's like, oh, there's a position here. And then I <laughs> I applied because my mom makes cakes. And um, then from there, uh, my store director knew that I was getting a degree in dietetics and was like, oh, hey, after your internship, do you want to work here? So, I mean... <laughs> I had a very kind of smooth transition with everything uh, with that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't. So did you. So. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, your mom makes amazing cakes. Her mom is like the cake goddess of Panama. She makes amazing. And so I'm sure you learned everything from her. Yeah, but it was a lot different in a commercial kitchen. You know, everything was done and all the tools and it was the best job ever. I had so much fun working back in the bakery, making cakes. I'm like, Oh my, May was the craziest month. Cause you would have weddings and graduations and all the above. Yeah. I was there the entire day. So I always joke that I would sleep on, um, flower bags in the back <laughs> just because I'm like, I'm coming in a couple hours anyway. So I'll just stay yeah. here. <laughs> So then you, so then you were doing your internship and then you were, were you working at the same time then? Uh, during my internship, I was not, okay. but right before like my senior year 
in, in college, that is when uh, my store director noticed or knew that I was in uh, pursuing a path in dietetics. And that's kind of when it happened. So I think I met with him, you know, I graduated in May. I met with him probably like July and my internship was done in November. And then I started like December 1st, you know. <laughs> oh my God. You gave yourself like no time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it was very, very fast. And because I had, I was a cake decorator, of course, every May, they were like, oh yeah, can you we help? know you're a dietitian, but can you come back here and work <laughs> for us? Okay. <laughs> you're like, fine. Well, that's awesome yeah. that you had that opportunity, you know, right even before you were your RD and all that kind of stuff. Was that, was that an area of dietetics that you were interested in or what were yes. you kind of, yes. Okay. Yes. And I forgot to mention, I did an internship. Was that my uh, junior year in college uh, through Hy-Vee and we traveled around the seven States and we would do metabolic screens for the employees that was a really fun internship um, where we would do a blood test and then we would, you know, counsel them on their numbers. And then there was even a couple of personal trainers that would go along with us and they would do the fitness aspect of it too. Oh, oh my gosh. I didn't even know that happened. <laughs> that was way back when. Yes. Yeah. Oh so gosh. I would work Monday through Thursday during that internship and we would just travel across the seven states and do those metabolic screenings at um, the stores for the employees. Oh my God. That's a fun opportunity as a student. Yeah, it was, Very it fun. was a lot of fun. So I got did to you get paid? Of that. Yes. Yes, <laughs> oh, I did. Good. It that's was an good. internship <laughs> where you got paid. <laughs> <laughs> we like hearing about those kind of internships in the dietetics world, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I will have to say, you know, getting interested in nutrition and veering in that, that area, um, you know, it was kind of like, I don't know, growing up in the eighties, I think everyone was on the latest and greatest fad diet. Right. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to like help my mom and other people that were trying this. Like I remember going on those diets myself growing up mm -hmm. and trying to be that support system. And I don't know. I think that's kind of where, you get molded into that and then you realize, oh, it's not just about weight loss. There's a lot more that goes into the career of dietetics. And and I will agree with that because I probably was the same as you kind of thinking, oh, I'm going to go into dietetics. I'm going to learn to help people, you know, lose weight because that's what the primary thing a dietitian is going to do. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, well, there's a lot more I had no idea about. <laughs> so then it comes in the science part, right? Like the science that you were interested in. Yes. Uh, I remember writing a letter to myself like senior year, I think it was. And I... <laughs> This is funny to think back on, but I remember thinking that I was going to be like the next Bob Green. I was going to have six kids. I was going to help the world um, with weight loss. So, and now I don't know if weight loss is my favorite thing to help people with, but it's overcoming those obstacles with that. Sure, so, yeah. sure. So how six kids? Well, yeah, we, she does not have six kids, but <laughs> just three, correct? Three kiddos. Yes, yes, just three. 
just three. Three's enough, right? <laughs> just three. I would say never say just three. <laughs> um, so with you, did your so you got interested obviously by working for a retailer. So how was that coming right out of an internship? You know, did you feel like you were well equipped for that job? Like, was it something that was easy for you? Maybe talk about that a little bit. It was so hard. I remember like sitting on my bed in my apartment crying to my boyfriend now husband at the time and like oh how do I navigate this they don't understand what I do people aren't coming to my classes and I don't feel like I have enough experience so Mm -hmm. with all that uh we did move um in there and then I just transferred uh with three different retail stores now and I was split up um, but I also did uh, long-term care on my days off so I just worked maybe three two to three times a month I would say on my Wednesdays off uh, to get oh, a little bit more experience uh, with that so that so helped did you so did you just kind of need like a little bit different balance of the retail side and then having a little bit more other type of cl- like clinical experience. Yeah. yeah. I just felt like I wasn't getting that clinical. I was losing all that information on the clinical side and I wanted to make sure I had that. Um, you know, it's hard getting started and it was like having your own business um, within a setting, you know, a, a store setting, which was great. But in the end too, it was hard to navigate those different avenues of, how do I let people know my services? Um, how do I help people? Um, how do I help or how do I connect with the employees to let them know what I'm doing and building that team com- com- camaraderie type aspect too? And I, I would assume that that's probably pretty similar at a lot of retailers that employ dietitians because of that whole dynamic between I'm a dietitian and this is the retail world and trying to make those come together. Yes. Um, that's just, it's just part of the the whole job, isn't it? Um, but then I did, Oh, I went from three stores to one store and then we did have a club room. So it was like a little cooking classroom area with a kitchen and tables. And so that is where I really had a lot of fun, um, doing cooking classes and, different other programs, kids cooking camps um, from there and just focusing on one store. (laughs) That seems a little bit more (laughs) reasonable, I would say. (laughs) The resource seems like a lot and taking on a part-time job too with long-term care. I mean, you had a lot of stuff going on at that time. Yeah, that I think lasted for, for a year. Then I got married. Then I was, then I changed to one store and then I got pregnant. So <laughs> it all kind of just tumbled into everything. And I remember being on maternity leave with my first child and getting a call from one of my coworkers. And she was like, hey, do you want to be a part of this local PBS show? And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, they're going to tape it in our club room and we can do whatever we want, basically. And I was like, cool, that sounds great. So um, I don't know who was watching uh, Western Illinois public television at the time but (laughs) (laughs) 
we did get to do actually there were three mini um cooking shows that we did from there and so the first one was called recipe redo and it was basically me making over my co-host's favorite dish like nachos or pizza oh. or something like that and so i would make it over to a, a healthier version and then at the end we would have like a quiz it was a 30 minute no commercials 30 oh, minute wow. show <laughs> and i was a 26 year old new mom and i like wrote everything out and the producer was like yep that sounds good <laughs> go like here you go <laughs> I just think about that now and I'm like oh my gosh I don't know how good that was but whatever (laughs) do we have archives of these (laughs) I think I have a cd yes do you my husband has pulled it up before my kids just laugh at the intro because it's kind of like a saved by the bell intro where it's (laughs) nice (laughs) the graphics kind of come in and yeah oh good stuff so that's how you kind of got really introduced into like media too, like just, you know, being on camera and, and doing all the things yes. that are associated with that. Yes. Um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, with uh, going that kind of started into play with going to local news stations too. And then that's when we kind of build our resume of doing those monthly and even weekly uh, with the shows there. And that's a lot of work. Like, I'm sure you put a ton of work into that stuff. Like, that could be your whole day just getting ready for your PBS show is like a whole week's work. Right? (laughs) Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And so we did that one. And then um, they got an idea of like, oh, let's do a kids show now. Because that was the time frame when like, uh, let's move. Yes. Michelle Obama. Obama. Mm Mm-hmm movement came on so we uh they came up with the idea of having an a kids exercise size show with a mini cooking lesson in between so that's what i did and then i was pregnant with my second kid during that time see each kid there's a different show um (laughs) but that one i loved so much like i had the cutest kids to work with and like we made like a super smoothie and different snack ideas and they were with me and I'm like if I could do this forever like working with a kid on the show um I had so much fun doing that we did two seasons of what was it called let's move I think or get moving get moving that's what it was called cute so <laughs> fun so you really liked that part of the I did working with kids and that yeah. when did you when did you become a personal trainer then was that during this time or was no. it later that was like a couple years ago oh okay so that's more recent oh I see I was yeah. thinking you were doing that with all the other things you were doing at the same yes. time <laughs> gotcha gotcha so yeah. how long did you end up working with the retailer then for that period of time uh total of nine years um okay yeah and it's like we had those couple tv shows but i did a lot of um like i said the kids cooking camps those were so much fun and then i also did a oh let's see here it was called fast fit food it was like a six week six week weight loss program and then i packaged up all their food you know kind of like a nutrisystem 
Oh, wow. After That's that. That's a lot of work, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let's see what I can do to be the hardest and most complicated thing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, and I packaged up breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, and I had, like, a chart for them to do. And, wow. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun, but... Um, I just wanted, you know, to give that guidance. Um, now I look back and I'm like, boy, I was really strict with everything. And, you know, <laughs> you just, you kind of grow in your profession of, of being a little bit for taking on more uh, mindful food, mindful eating practices and stuff like that. But, you know, those were the days of counting calories and uh, meal planning and stuff like that. So. You were kind of on the cutting edge of like meal prepping when you did that class. You know what I mean? Because that's like so trendy now is prepacking out all your programs and yes. people want and that's, that. That's kind of how the whole like meal planning started. It started at my store and then it just grew to all the other stores. Like a, a mom's group came in and they were making their meals for the week. And mm. yeah, that was right within there too. You were innovative. No. You were the innovator of all of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was... feel like you, that you are a creative person. You're passionate about, you know, just being kind of like, I feel like you and a lot of dietitians, like you want to be everything for everyone and do all the things. And like you were said, you were having babies, you were doing all these things. And now, now probably looking back, you're like, oh my gosh, how did I do all that? I know. I know. Um, I remember having like pregnancy sickness when I was doing a, uh, I, uh, I had a group of like 46 people in our club room and I was doing a cooking demonstration and I made the entire meal for all of them. And in between, after once I got the meal out, I remember going to the bathroom and just getting Aww. sick. And so, <laughs> That's yeah, horrible. It's, um, <laughs> I laugh at all those crazy times that I had a lot of fun doing it all and figuring stuff out and hopefully making like some impacts on people um, with that. Um, I always love doing like store tours and um, my coworkers in the meat department, they'd be like, was that your mom? And I'm like, no, why? They're like, well, you hugged her. And I was like, so? (laughs) See, that's awesome. So I just, I just really loved connecting with people like that. And that was, you know, I went through the retail part of it for nine years and then I went stay at home mom. And that was hard to like adjust and figure out how do I, you know, fulfill, be fulfilled within being a mom and also helping others and all, all the above. So, well, and I think that's, I think that's a great message just for all dietitians. Cause I think many of us wrestle with that, with our profession being mostly women, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of us are like how I want to be a professional and I want to be a dietitian, but I also want to have a family and a, that whole balance of making it all work. And sometimes you have to take a step back. So what did you do? How did you kind of navigate that for yourself? Cause I know recently you've kind of started the uptick of doing more things too, but What is maybe advice or how you kind of handled that change? Um, Yeah, I just, well, that was third baby. Then I quit that job and then we moved. And so three kids, no job, new town, 
um, I was excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make everything from scratch. My kids are going to have the best food. And <laughs> then I realized, oh, this is, this is a lot harder than what I thought. And I don't have as much time. And, um, I, I miss that connecting with people. And even like from management side too, I miss that like feedback of like, oh, this is great. Good job. Like, mm-hmm. no one's going to say, good job, momming. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's so true. <laughs> and, um, you know, I I think you just have to enjoy the moment. Because with me, I knew that was maybe going to be my last child. And just to be home with them and enjoying each and every moment. Um, and having faith that something else is going to be on my way um, within there. I did start blogging at that time. And I had fun with that but I I didn't do it very well (laughs) it's a lot of work I mean it really is yeah it is a lot of work um but then um I was able to connect uh within the same uh retail corporation and doing some work for home a couple years later uh, like making PowerPoint presentations for the dietitians that would go out into businesses and other type of uh, corporate functions that they would have and um, working with the kids program. Um, so I was able to kind of play, play a little bit with, with that uh, while I was still at home. So that was very nice. Oh, that was nice. That was a nice balance. So you could still kind of have a connection to the dietitian world, but then still be present with your family. Right. Yes. That was um, a lot of fun. And I I do really enjoy like the kids part of it too. Um, And then, you know, being in the the young kid life myself, uh, trying to connecting those little pieces with that um, for them. So I, I had, I felt like, when I was in the store, we do some of those summer cooking camps, and that, those are probably one of my most fun events to put on. And uh, there was one probably testimonial that I got. It was from a kid who came into the room, and he was like, "Oh, great! What are we gonna eat? You know, like, <laughs> is it just gonna be spinach?" And I mean, from from the get go, this kid was like a Debbie Downer, Aww. and I thought, "Oh gosh." <laughs> So, uh, he went through the week, you know, I think it was like an hour every day and then it was done and then it was all said, said and done. It was good. And I got an email from his mom saying, you know, he actually starts starting to try new foods. We go on walks every night. And this kid uh, probably did have some health risk factors as well. Probably wasn't as active as maybe um, his mom would like to be or he would like, she would like him to be. And so like hearing things that of like, I didn't think I would make any helpful impact for this child. And then to hear past like, oh, that really did help. So <laughs> that's always um, fun to see the after effect too, especially coming into it when you are thinking, oh goodness, I'm going to have my work cut out for me. That is nice. Like those, that good feedback just says, oh yeah, I'm on the <laughs> yes. right path. I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. 
So next steps after kind of you were doing some work at home, staying at home with the kiddos, has that kind of led you to where you're currently at now or maybe kind of share what in between stages were there? Yeah. So, um, yeah, my youngest heads off to kindergarten and I'm like, okay, what now? Because my previous job at home, part-time job with the corporate part of it, that dissolved. Um, they dissolved that part of the, the program. And I was like, oh, this is what I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. And I was looking at different things. <laughs> there was a Cyber Monday sale, I think, like in, you know, November, right after Thanksgiving, for personal training certificate. And I thought, you know what, let's just try that. I can get some CEUs in. I just want to help people. There's this really great new uh, fitness facility in my town that's connected with a school. And I thought, I'm just going to go get my personal training certificate and see. And um, I said, I'm a dietitian. I'm now a certified personal trainer. Use me however you want. And they were like, wow, this is really cool. They didn't even have a position open at the time. And um, thankfully to some uh, medicine that I was on due to an ear infection, I had so much energy that that day <laughs> I had my resume, I called them, I went right in and gave it to them. Like I needed that boost because when you're not in the working world and then coming back in, it's so scary yeah. <laughs> to like put your foot into the door within that. And so I've made some wonderful connections within the uh, fitness facility that I work at part-time. That's awesome. Good for you. Like that's, <laughs> I don't, don't you feel like we kind of need to take more of a leap of faith in our profession too? Like maybe not have an ear infection and be on <laughs> you know, medication. But I mean, I feel like, you know, in some situations like that, like we've been out, we have this interest, maybe it's worth a shot, like saying, Hey, what do you think? Would you want me? (laughs) Right. It's, uh, getting that confidence. Like I, you know, when you're like, I told you kind of uh, briefly brushed on of like, you know, when I was 20 years old, I was ready to take on the world. And then you hit 15, 12 years later and you're like, Oh shoot. All mm-hmm. these uh, bad thoughts come into play, and you're like, well. <laughs> well, you also know, like, your limitation. Like, you also know what you want to do and what you're not willing to do, right? Yes, yes. You've been in the working world a, a little bit. You're like, well, I don't need to have to put up with this type of stuff. Let's see what more doors can open for me. Mm-hmm. And on your own terms, I think that, you know, yeah. like that yeah. work-life balance terms and, like, what, you know, you're willing to put in it, what's your what the business is willing to put into it too. I think that that is like a new sense of freedom just in our profession too, when you can say, Hey, this is my non-negotiables and this is what it's going to (laughs) be. Right. And uh, I had so much fun working um, within the fitness facility. We started some like classes that we did and it was again, like whatever ideas I had, let's roll with it. So we uh, tested and tried some different programs and then I started to do personal training and nutrition counseling together. And that was so much fun because I would kind of work out with the person and on our laps around the track, 
we would talk, okay, how was your week? But, you know, uh, how are your food choices? How was this? And so I got a little bit of counseling in there um, within the two. And I was just getting my groove and then COVID hit. <laughs> oh, geez. So then the gym closed down. <laughs> yes. Yes. So there goes that. <laughs> there goes that. But I think I love, you know, even though you did this, the, you know, certified personal trainer as like a way to just kind of get back into things. I think there's so much power in that combination because of, I, I don't think people realize as much how powerful that is because of that conversation that you're having when you're in the warm up and actually providing sound nutrition advice to these people that are working out. And that was one of the things why I wanted to be a personal trainer too, because there's so much misinformation coming from other trainers. And I wanted to kind of clear that path and be like, no, I don't just have a nutrition certification. I am a registered licensed dietitian telling you the difference between the two. And let's uh, build the two together with the fitness and the nutrition. Yes. I agree. Well, and you, so even if you see, even though you haven't been at the gym, have you gone back? Have things opened up for you or have you decided to kind of end that chapter? chapter? Um, we just finished a virtual nutrition group program, um, mm-hmm. a seven week since so this was just kind of like a nutrition boot camp, building the basis. And so now the good thing is, is that everything's kind of going into the virtual consultation part of it. Mm-hmm. And so I have not yet been back in the gym, but I am connecting with other members from there. That's awesome. So do you have your, so then you probably have your own business now that you're kind of working under that umbrella. Yeah, it's, it's uh, starting in there. So I have some uh, clients from the fitness facility and then I also have some on my own too. That's exciting. Did you ever think that was going to happen? Like, were were you thinking of that when you were planning your life? (laughs) Not at all. Um, And it, you know, I had a couple people reach out to me personally and I thought, oh, well, if they are reaching out to me, I got to do this. Like I got to make this happen. So I think it was like last November where I took on a couple clients on my own and trying to uh, figure it out uh, on the one-on-ones uh, within the, within there. So that was good. That's awesome. I feel like you're just taking all your experience from the many years prior and really just kind of applying it to a well like designed life for yourself. We're trying to get there slowly but surely, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you also so if you don't follow Stacy, I highly recommend you follow her on Instagram because she you have you do such an amazing job. Like you were the graphic designer that you totally are with your Instagram posts and educating on food and snacks and you do such an amazing job. Thank you. You're very kind. <laughs> You do. I find, I always learn. I'm a dietitian. I still learn stuff from you. So, and I mean, I think my favorite mini treat snack, you know, I was like, oh, that exists. I just learned what a great ice cream option is for myself this week. Thanks, Stacey. (laughs) That was done while my uh, teenage daughter and her friend went around the store and I was like, oh, I'm going to record all this while I have time. (laughs) It's a good idea. (laughs) I really love doing stuff like that. So um, that's for the fun part. I just need to probably do a better job of 
of paying myself within there too. So absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And you also started a podcast. So tell me how that started for you. Like where did the passion come? Where did the thought come? Like maybe share that process. Oh, it kind of goes way back. I know I've had, let's say it was like in October, um, two years ago, and I was listening to a lot of podcasts at the time. And I was realizing that, you know, when I listen to these podcasts, it just like, one, it's easy. I can take it uh, grocery shopping or on the drive or wherever. And I'm learning so much. And it just kind of molds me, inspires me into my actions for daily life. And I've just had this real hard passion of like this is what people need. Give them that boost. Yes, you can read a blog post, but it may not resonate as well with you as opposed to hearing it, or you just don't have time to read it. And I remember coming home and I listened to a podcast. They actually just read the blog post. And I thought that's genius because I probably would not go out to that website or blog and read it. Mm. They are just, um, telling it over an episode and so I went home to my husband I'm like I need to start a podcast I have a blog but I need to start a podcast like I probably should have nailed down one before I started another so anyway (laughs) it it was my birthday a couple months later and I opened up a mic and some other stuff and I'm like what's this he's like so you can search your podcast and I was like oh I really have to do this now (laughs) I'm committed (laughs) (laughs) so we tried a couple of different things um I just never really got it figured out it was hard it just kind of I didn't have the time to like deal with it and then um honestly COVID hit and it was like that that end of March and we got um a couple of different new systems and we tested it out and I thought, well, I have the time now, so let's figure this out. So I think it was, it's actually last August is when really I probably put out my first real episode. So that's exciting. almost a year. That's exciting. So yeah, that's right. You're almost to your one year anniversary. <laughs> and what is kind of your, what is the name of your podcast? What's the purpose of your podcast? What do you want your listeners to get from your podcast? Yes. Um. It's called the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I didn't come up with a fancy name. That was my blog post. So just keeping oh, everything perfect. streamlined. Yeah. That is uh, my IG name, my Facebook, all that in there, Twitter. And my passion is just to really break down the barriers of what we hear in the nutrition and fitness world and give people you know, the facts and real life information. I say on my podcast, um, I hope to entertain, educate and inspire all things wellness. And I started off doing some solo episodes and then I got uh, some guts and (laughs) I asked a couple of friends on Instagram um, to start doing some interviews. And so uh, whether it's a personal trainer, a dietitian, I've had lots of dietitians on, um, uh, licensed therapists, entrepreneurs, food scientists, uh, just connecting and how to bring wellness, overall health, and just be educated in these short little conversations, but yet have some fun. And you do a fantastic job of all of the above. So 
Um, I think, and that's what I, I love seeing more dietitians in this space because I think we need to have a variety of voices on all types of things. So the average human who's like you said, you know, back to personal training days, isn't just spouting out nutrition information in random ways to people. Cause for some reason, people listen to those <laughs> crazy people sharing that nutrition information. And that's what I say when I connect with other dietitians on Instagram. I'm like, you know, this is just a platform for our voice to be louder. I want the dietitian voice to be louder, the the real information to be to be louder, and connecting with people um, within these different little like gray areas. And that's why I feel like our profession is maybe getting harder because there is so much gray area. It's not as black and as white as um, some other professions. And within social media, the internet, it all just kind of gets jumbled and jumbled. 100%. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's funny too, like you say that it's, it's like crazy for us too, as dietitians, just to like sort through the nutrition information, you know, it changes so much that we're like, oh man, now I have to, I have to research this now. I mean, we do spend a lot of time just like you do for your podcast. Like you really are trying to find experts that can help kind of provide that information along with your expertise that has been researched and it's quality and it's not just, you know, crazy hearsay by, you know, the changes that occur in science all the time. It's it's hard and it's sometimes almost like a hindrance in keep on going because mm-hmm. I mean, I know I've had like family members go on crazy fad diets and I'm like, ah, oh, hello, I'm right here. You know? <laughs> I know. That's the worst. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> so I mean, even if it's just my mom listening on the for my podcast. Uh, that's great. You know, I just, uh, making those connections. So, and I also like to have the podcast available to use as a resource or a, a library of different information for, um, even my clients. Um, and that's kind of how a client got connected with me. Like, Oh, I binged all your podcast. So what, how did you find that one product that you were talking about on there or something like that. So it's a good uh, resource to use for your, your clients too. That's a good, that's a really good, that's a good tip because you're right. Like if someone connects with you because of it, you are providing a service, but then you can provide further services as well. Yeah. I didn't realize I would like it as much as I do. So that's good. It's way, be- it's way better than blogging, right? I think. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I enjoy it yes. much more. <laughs> yes. I just, I hit publish on a, on a podcast episode and I just feel like I, my uh, impact, so, you know, I'm on fire. Like, yes, this, this was good. We're providing good information and it's always good to hear um, back from, from listeners too. And yes, I'm in the beginning stages. I'm not probably huge, but I do have a couple of followers um, that keep messaging me and I'm like, you know what? So-and-so needs to hear it this week. So we're going to keep on moving. I don't care what my negative thoughts are telling me. I got to keep going. (laughs) And that's a good tip too, for anyone thinking that they might want to start a podcast, that it's, yeah, it's, you're not going to have 
tons of, you may not ever have tons of followers, you know, but at least you're making, you've got people that are listening and that are learning and that, that is, you're reaching, you're reaching those people. And that's the whole purpose of our profession. Right. Um, yeah, I look at sometimes of the, the plays per episode and I think, gosh, that's, think of like doing a class, you know, that I used to do years ago. Like I hit that many people in, say, a classroom. So check, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So what does the daily dietitian have in store for the future? Oh, um, I really would love to uh, kind of set up a platform to mold the fitness part of it as well as the mindful eating. And I have this like flexible meal planning method that I, that I teach. Um, I think those two need to be together in opposed as with the mindset. So, um, you know, the mindset, the meal planning and the movement uh, is kind of what I'm, getting on to developing uh, within a program for that. Um, I would love to like even do uh, fitness videos or something like that. If I get enough uh, confidence up there, but um, YouTube and that kind of stuff is, is the next adventure. I have the equipment. I just need to figure everything out. <laughs> yeah. And this is my, that's the stuff that takes the longest, but you do, you're doing TV. I mean, you're doing some media yes. spots that way when it comes to yeah. fitness and you do offer some, you know, Instagram, you're doing some awesome workouts. And so I think you're teetering. You're like getting there, right? I know. I just need to, <laughs> to find my stride and keep it consistent. So yes, yes. That's it. Well, and you, I applaud you as well for, you know, like I don't, I do not um, edit my own podcast. You do all those things. You do all the graphic design. I mean, you do everything. So I think it's amazing that you're like one-stop shop for all the things that you're doing. I probably spend way too much time on all that, but it's fun. <laughs> I love designing that part. I love the editing, even in the podcasting part too. So yeah, maybe, it's fun. maybe you could do that for other dietitians. That could be hey, fun. yeah. I I love the graphics and the designing, um, some eBooks that I put together too. So I have looked at other avenues for that. So yeah, that's a great idea too. <laughs> you can add that to the to-do list <laughs> when you're in your free time. <laughs> right. yeah. When you think about the dietitian profession, how do you feel what you're doing is helping propel the dietitian profession forward? Probably, um, just kind of uh, building up that presence to anyone and everyone, <laughs> uh, deciphering between, you know, what it takes to be a dietitian, um, you know, is, is a good starting step, but also building that relationship with people. And I think that's why we come into this profession, because we want to help. We want to connect with people. We want to make a difference. We want to make an impact. And um, just as we keep connecting with each and every one, hopefully it just will keep on spreading. So whether it's through social media or a podcast or um, on TV, I you know, you just want to have your presence. And I think that's so true. Like we have to keep like beating de registered dietitian into all those arenas, right? Like not, that sounds so mean and horrible, but like you said, like but being yeah. on TV, being in the podcast yes. space, 
you needing that yeah. those those words to be more talked about and more stated and more understood. And I will have to add too, you know, when I went into the gym, there were all these personal trainers. We would have a meeting every single month and I was a little bit timid. Um, I don't know if timid is the right word, but you know, how are they going to take me coming into this as a dietitian when some of them have these nutrition certifications? And I was very surprised because they were nothing but positive. I mean, we build those real relationships with each and every one of those personal trainers and they're, they're, they're so good to me. They're like, Oh, you need to go see Stacy, a registered dietitian. So even having them as the advertisement of, uh, Oh, you need help with your nutrition. Here you go. Or yes, I'll give you some tips, but you should go see a registered dietitian. So I love that. <laughs> See, and right there, you've seen the impact then, like that shift of just go to Stacy. She knows, she knows, she knows the things about nutrition. Yes. That's so, awesome. That, that, that was great to see. That's awesome. Well, I love, I, I do. I really not only appreciate that two gals from Panama have created podcasts <laughs> and we're dietitians and we're doing all the things, but I just appreciate like just your forward thinking and your ability to like kind of take on things and just see how it works out. And you're like, I'm just doing the best that I can, just like all the rest of us. Yeah, just it's hard to get started, but hopefully as you start getting your stride, um, you can find your way within there. So, but that's. I was like, and you can do it with a family, you can do it with moving, you can do it with all those things. Yes. And that's another great part of our profession, too. We can kind of find what we like, what area, what specialization, what, what niche, and make it our own. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whew. Thank goodness we picked the right thing, right? <laughs> I hope so. Do you ever ask yourself, what, what would you do if I would do this all over again? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's days that I have, I talk to myself and I'm like, oh my gosh. Sometimes I'm like, why did I do this? And I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I did that. I'm, I go back and forth. I'm sure you do too. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, since we, I've asked you all the easy questions, I have to ask you my hard questions as we okay. end our conversation. Um, why don't you share with me some foods that you enjoy? Mm, what foods don't I enjoy? Um, I'm not very biggie. Uh, I really enjoy like anything, chips and like salsa, pico de gallo, guacamole, and then probably like sweet wise, cinnamon rolls and cinnamon oh rolls. Yeah. Yeah. I bet so. you you make a mean cinnamon roll. Oh, my mom does. She does way better than I do. She puts a lot more butter and sugar on it. And I'm always like, I don't know if I can put that much. <laughs> but I'm sure if they were there when you went to visit, you would definitely eat one, right? <laughs> oh, that's the best. Yeah, I was happy to to go back there. We actually just went back a couple weeks ago for the first time in a long time. And um, I was, she... I was sitting outside and she came out and gave me her cinnamon roll. I was like, oh, oh this is wonderful. So, yeah. <laughs> Good um, home kind of cooked food. Good home food. Yes, you can't beat mm -hmm. it. It's mm -hmm. like something about that. No matter, even if it, like, even if your mom made, like, the worst cinnamon roll, you'd probably <laughs> still love it because your mom made it, right? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> which true. I know she never would, but <laughs> <laughs> um, what about beverages? What kind of beverages do you enjoy? Mm, coffee, 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 and um, sparkling water. I love going to the store and getting a new sparkling water. Um, you are like, you help me out in that department because I'm a sparkling water girl too. So I love seeing what you try because I'm like, okay, well, Stacey tried it and she liked it. So I will try it. (laughs) It's like my one little excitement. Like some people buy alcohol. I buy five different varieties of sparkling water. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) I do too. I always have a variety in my fridge and I, there's something about the cracking of the can of those that just is like. It's like a moment of Zen or something. I don't know what it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, how yeah. about scents or smells that you enjoy? Mm. Um, I would say like lavender probably is a good one. And then um, like when the grass gets snowed, it also reminds me of like the farm and um, feeling hay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah. probably yeah shouldn't share too much. But yeah, getting the farm girl <laughs> back into me. It's a good smell, though. It is a good smell. I always like that smell from back home, and I love, and this is not a good smell, but I love the smell of burning, like things burning, like, you know, trees or branches or grass burning, because I just think of back home, too, like when people are burning grass. That sounds terrible, but, you know, when they're burning, like, a side of a a hill or something, yeah, I love that smell. I don't know why. (laughs) I know, weird. so funny. Uh, if you were not a dietitian, what do you think you would be doing as a profession? That's a good question. Um, I like to think I would do one of these two things. It would either be like an anchor on the Today Show or mm. it would be reading audiobooks. I think that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Those are both very interesting answers. <laughs> I like <it>. Right? <laughs> You could be the oh. next Joy Bauer of the Today Show, oh. I think, for sure. Seriously, that's my goal. Like, when I went on um, the local TV show, my daughter says, oh, you could be on the Today Show. I'd be like, I'd be done. I'd be yes. done then. We'd be moving. Yep. We're out. <laughs> I actually had a, it was funny, I had an in, well, not an intern, but a, a girl that reached out to me a while ago, and she wanted to get into media, and she, they have an internship. Did you know this, that Joy Bauer does an internship? <gasps> Are you and kidding? Yes. And I'm like, where was this when I was like, oh, I just don't want to do that. I and know. what I love about her is that she, I feel like a lot of other dietitians do what we're trying to do. She makes it easy, but then she also gives those little nuggets of nutrition that you're just like, oh, is that what vitamin D does? Or, you know, like mm-hmm. just those little things that you can remember. Um, I've seen some dietitians on and none of that is there. It's like, that's what we are here for. Like tell everyone you're a dietitian and connect the nutrition and the easy food together. So right, that's what I like. Right. I do too. She does, a fantastic, she does a phenomenal job. That's when I, when I first started like in the retail world, I would watch a lot of her things just to like <sighs> teach myself how to uh-huh. do TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's helpful. Yeah. yeah. Gold. So yeah, right there. we'll have to look into that internship if you're <laughs> wanted to change it up (laughs) that'd be amazing uh and Stacey what brings you joy in life uh just being with my family um especially when I can see my kids be best friends like uh within this last year and every single day um they're getting to the age of when you're getting older and they're not going to be probably 
super best friends anymore. And I just am like, oh, oh I just want to like pause in this little moment right here. So that's probably my biggest joy. <laughs> One of those good things that come out of a crazy time in the world, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and now as we're kind of, you know, pivoting here and there, um, I feel like that was a really good base and they're still really uh, play well together and best friends. And so, yeah, I love that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. They well, um, have been entertained with balloons and water. So I will buy <laughs> as many <laughs> balloons from the dollar store as they want. As And even a mess. Like my bathrooms are a mess right now. The whole lawn is full, full of popped balloons, but I don't care. You're like, so. that's fine. Well, it's so hot out too. It's like perfect. I mean, go for it. <laughs> I know. That's fun. That's good good stuff. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. I feel like I know you much better, um, (laughs) even though we, you know, we're from the same pocket of the earth. But I'm so glad to understand your journey and kind of where you're going. And thanks for all you're doing for the dietitian profession. Thank you. And thanks for having me. I absolutely loved my conversation with Stacey today. Even though we grew up in the same small town, I didn't know a lot about her path. And I do appreciate how she shares just kind of the ups and downs in our careers, just with our own personal lives and how we balance it all. I think sometimes we get intimidated by how do we balance the work and the life and moving and the family. And I think Stacy is a great example of how she's done her best to share that path. I do appreciate Stacy's positivity. She's always so positive and she's so supportive of other dietitians. And if you haven't listened to her podcast, The Daily Dietitian, you definitely need to go check that out. You can find it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the good places, Anchor, of course, and listen to some of her great guests and her conversations. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.